0: Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Bieler. Well, hello, everybody. We're so glad to have you listening with us today. We would like to shout out to New Madrid, Missouri. Thank yes, so, Missouri. Yes, thank you so much for listening and downloading and sharing. We really enjoy seeing all the different places that people are downloading and sharing. So keep it up. You can check us out at graceintheshadowsor.org. That's our website. You can email us at drjonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. You can text or call 251-244-4645. Uh, we'd love to pray with you. If you have episodes, suggestions, we would love to hear that. Or if you are in North Carolina or Alabama and are looking for a licensed therapist, you can reach out. Otherwise, if you are in another country or another part of the United States, you can reach out for Pastoral Counseling uh Jonathan is an ordained minister so, as well and he has a Christian counseling degree and he also works with people on life coaching. Yes, I do. So please reach out and but do we are so so very thankful that you are listening. So do you have
1: some crazy facts for us today? Yes. <clears throat> you do you do not have to be a lawyer to be a Supreme Court justice. How on earth could you be a Supreme
0: Court justice if you weren't I, a lawyer? I, I don't, Technically, you don't have to be. Now, have all of them been lawyers?
1: I don't think so, but I don't know any examples.
0: Well, we'll have to research I don't think so.
1: Interesting. I thought that you had to be a judge. Most of the time you are. Right. Probably should be. Probably Probably. need to change that. I think they need to do a little amendment on that. Yeah. All right. Uh, Before 1687, clocks were made with only an hour hand. Don't know how that worked. How on earth? How would you be able to tell time? I guess just kind of guess. <laughs> oh, this is interesting. All right. Cows give more milk when they listen to music. Oh, well, I guess they dance, and Old Betsy gets it going. I wonder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what kind of music they have to listen to. Jazz. Jazz <laughs> or classical. Ta <laughs> ta. Uh, okay, that's yeah. All right. Well, if we ever have a farm, we'll have to play music for our cows. Yes. <laughs> okay, then I wonder if they like Christmas carols. I don't know. Probably, <laughs>
1: maybe, if, yeah. maybe, yeah, maybe they have green milk for like St. Patrick's Day or something. Uh, okay. There are more French restaurants in New York City than in Paris. Really? Yes. When I was in New York, I did not eat at a French restaurant. Hmm. Have to go back. Uh, dim lights reduce appetite. Oh, all right. Then we need to, the we need to be in the dark.
0: <laughs> uh, why then? Why do, why would a restaurant have dim lights if they want to reduce your appetite? I don't know. Maybe they don't know this fact. Maybe if don't you are a restaurant them. owner now. You will turn your lights up. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. All right, but red makes you eat more, right? The color it red. Yes. Okay. It All right. Does. So if you're gonna dim the lights, make sure you're surrounded by red, and then maybe it'll cancel itself out.
1: All right. Peaches are members of the almond fan family. Almond. Um, I say almond. I'm from. <laughs> You're gonna make fun of me about that.
0: <laughs> just... make fun. Oh, peaches are part of the almond family. Almond. <laughs> okay. How do y'all say it? You're gonna have to let us know. Almond when He almond. says almond. i say, okay, let me get you some almond milk. He's like, no, almond milk.
1: <laughs> almond milk. <laughs> okay. Uh there was there's once a man, I'll tell you a story. We're okay. gonna get into marriage All right. today. Okay, marriage. we're talking about marriage today. All right. A man one day went to the Super Bowl. He was sitting in a seat with an empty seat beside him. Okay. A gentleman who sat on the other side of him said, is that your seat? I see no one sitting there. The man said, yes, my wife and I had tickets, but she died. And none of my friends whom I invited could make it to the Super Bowl. How's that? So the seat is just empty. The gentleman was puzzled. None of your friends could make it to the Super Bowl? He asked. (laughs) The man said, no, they couldn't. The gentleman was still clueless as to how this man couldn't find one friend who would love to be at the Super Bowl. Boy, the biggest sports event of the year. True. And they and they are missing it. The right. man didn't skip a beat. Yeah. They're all at they're all at the funeral. <laughs> no. His wife's funeral.
0: <laughs> he came to the Super Bowl and not to his wife's
1: funeral. That's very
0: sad. Would you do that?
1: No. Okay. <laughs> but I think okay. that a lot of times marriages can get to that point. Priorities
0: in the wrong place, obviously. Definitely.
1: Oh, my goodness. I mean, wow. Marriage is a very important thing. God created. Yeah. And uh, I think sometimes we can drift away, and that's not good.
0: No, it's definitely not good.
1: And you need to be aware because sometimes you're not aware of that, and that's bad. Fifty percent of today's marriages end in divorce. That's so sad. Yeah. So sad. Mm. And uh, the effects on family is... Uh, deep. Well,
0: there, there, yeah, it is. I mean, when you and I were growing up, it was very rare that um, families were broken and people like whispered about it. I like, I had a friend that her parents were divorced and everybody's whispered about it. Mm-hmm. And now it's, you
1: know, 50%. I think there's some steps that we take when we start drifting. Yeah. Um, and the first one is a state of dis- disaffection. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get into a cycle of disaffection, mm-hmm. uh, we begin to bring out the four horsemen of the, of, of broken marriages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, you know, that you remember. All?
0: Oh, you know, sometimes uh, I have a better short term than long. term. One is rank. contempt. Yeah.
1: Defensiveness. Right. Um, and What's the other. No, no, that can be a part of it. Okay. Um, The other is uh, snowball. No, what is it? Stonewalling. 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 Yes. And there's one more, and that is criticism. Ah, okay. I did this right off the cuff. I didn't have it right in front of me.
0: I am impressed with see, my short term memory is
1: better. I have a great long term memory, but a very awful short term.
0: And then I've got an awful long term memory.
1: Oh, my. Well, let's look at some some uh, symptoms okay. of disaffection. Okay. Uh, it, it can come from lack of appreciation. Yeah. Uh, I think that we can take each other for granted.
0: I I do think we can take each other for granted, most definitely, especially as the longer you're married. It's very easy to do that because you're like, oh, that person's always going to be here, da, da, da. And that is taking advantage of each other.
1: I think that what are some ways we can show more appreciation? I mean, I think it would, you, we, the love languages would be very important to know so that you can communicate to your spouse, you know, that, that they're loved in mm-hmm. their language.
0: Absolutely. And you have to know their love language. So if you've never done that study, that's a very important thing
1: to do. You know, whether it's gifts, Mm -hmm. quality time, Mm -hmm. touch, Mm -hmm. uh, words of affirmation or uh, praise.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think the next one is technology. Mm -hmm. Technology, I think, is a symptom or really a trigger Mm -hmm. and has a huge impact on really creating disaffection with within marriages.
0: It, and and both of us are guilty of this. I mean, we'll just admit it. I mean, so I mean, you can't go anywhere without seeing everybody with their phone in their hands. Us included. Mhm. And when you are together and having a conversation, you need to put those phones down. Because sometimes we'll think, oh, okay, well, I can multitask. I can talk to you and be on my phone at the same time. But that's not giving undivided attention. And that is not a good thing because then you're going to miss things. You need to be watching each other's nonverbals. So technology, I mean, I know that's one of Satan's you know, ploys bringing it in. Yes, it's a good thing and good things can come from technology, but also
1: you want to make sure it's not interrupting. It can interrupt your relationship. And I think it can take, especially guys, yeah. pornography and things like that. It's so easy now, yeah. yeah, which is unfortunate. So
0: put those phones down when you're having conversations with your honey.
1: I think some others trust issues.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, anger. Right. Right. Uh, values and beliefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think really trying to understand, not trying to win, mm-hmm. but really trying to come together with a united f- front. Right. Uh, and, you know, I think that most of these you can agree with each other on. Mm-hmm. Some of the ones you don't, you just agree to disagree. I appreciate those.
0: Yeah, definitely. And And we all know that we all bring baggage into our marriages. And that baggage has got to be unpacked and thrown away. It's got to be discussed. You know, you got to talk about these things, but you don't want to constantly continue to bring up that baggage. That's true. That's true. Uh, because that can build a wall between you. I mean, if you're constantly talking about old boyfriends, old relationships, or on your side, old girlfriends, yeah. if you're constantly bringing things up like that, it's kind of disrespectful. I mean, you're Disrespectful. Have, yeah. And I
1: would also say there's probably unfinished business that right. that person needs to work out before that relationship goes to the next step.
0: Absolutely. You definitely need to talk these things through in the beginning and talk about past relationships. But once you're married, you are married. And those conversations really don't need to be brought up anymore. They're inappropriate. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think life stages.
0: Yes, that's, di- Oh, it's different. We've been through several,
1: <laughs> we've been we've through, been through lots stages. of life stages,
0: change of jobs, moving, uh, children, kid, you know, babies and toddlers and kids and teenagers and empty nest, mm-hmm. um, older parents, you know, I think we've been through almost all of the stages. And thankfully, we are still going strong.
1: Yes. And I'm yes. very thankful we are. Yes. Uh, and I do think talking through those life stages yeah. and not panicking, it's right. kind of like yeah, another life stage. Right. It's kind of like you're stuck in the deep end of the pool. Yes. And, and people say, don't panic out there. Or you're, <laughs> you panic. you're in a lake or in a pool. Right. You know, you're struggling. Don't panic. Or you're, 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 yeah. Or maybe you're going out with the tide. Right. And I think sometimes we panic and that panic causes tension. Absolutely. I think talking through it and yeah. learning and making your relationship stronger by changing things mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. by, you know, making your relationship richer, not yeah. going into the negative.
0: Well, and I know, you know, when when our our kids both kind of left the nest at the same time, I had a really hard time with it, and and you kind of had to talk me through it. And then after I got over my hard time, then it kind of hit you.
1: Oh yeah, that's sort usually of the way it works.
0: Yeah, and then you know, us moving here to Mobile for my you know aging father, um, that that's been you know, I know it's been difficult on you, um, but you have just been a rock star and have really been there for me.
1: Thank you, and yeah, that's you what to me too. Well, yeah, thank you, thank yeah. you. All right. I think trauma too, yeah, I think the pandemic has been good and bad, mm-hmm. it All brought right, families right. together, and it brought families together, yeah, uh, some, both, yeah, good and bad, yeah, definitely, right. and that creates tension at times, right, um, so I think <clears throat> working through trauma, it could be a traumatic event, mm-hmm. a traumatic situation, right, um working through that with your counselor, with your uh-huh. pastor with yeah. Um, you know, talking through that with your spouse is huge.
0: And when your spouse is going through trauma, that's the time where you really need to be be with them. I mean, there's going to be times where you have to cancel other plans just to be there with them to support them. And you have to be willing to do that.
1: And I think trying to change our, each other is, mm-hmm. is really, really... Uh, it's detrimental. Yes. And it can create that disaffection.
0: Yeah, Definitely. Don't I mean, try
1: to change each other.
0: No, no. Everybody, you know, you hear somebody, oh well, I'll change them. Uh no, you won't.
1: <laughs> I've had people bring yeah. me to meet people or their spouse and expect me to change them. Oh no, that's a bad start. That is damning to your marriage. Absolutely. You right. gotta
0: accept each other once and all, you know, and and go on.
1: I think the second step to disaffection is uh you know, unexpected expectations of love, right? We have in our brain expectations of what love is. We do. What marriage is. Mm-hmm. And we don't always get those from the word of God. That's what we should get it. Yeah. You get them through movies and TV shows
0: and books and half the time those are wrong. And so
1: it's not all about a feeling. I mean, things mm-hmm. change. Right. Um, and uh, it doesn't necessarily mean your love relationship has. Right. Um, spouses explore other jobs, other mm-hmm. passions. That mm-hmm. shouldn't panic a person. No. That should actually be encouraged and make your relationship stronger.
0: Absolutely. You should support each other in your
1: endeavors. And I think that learning to do that mm-hmm. and not, not look into changing or mm-hmm. stopping or panicking, mm-hmm. I think, can, can create a disaffection. By approaching it in the wrong way.
0: I agree. And and you need to be your spouse's cheerleader. You need to be the top cheerleader. Mm-hmm. You need to be the one that's really gonna, you know, encourage them in their endeavors and be proud of them.
1: I think sometimes we feel responsible for, for each other's happiness too. And that's impossible. That is true.
0: We we can't make each other happy. We
1: really can. Uh, we can only focus what well, God. Right. And focus on ourselves.
0: Definitely, definitely. It doesn't
1: mean we don't do things to create an environment for that to happen, and we right. love our spouse. Mm-hmm. But we ultimately are not here to just make each other happy. No, we're not. God never said that. No, definitely not. We should work on it. Yeah, I'm not a, I'm not some party pooper. <laughs> you know, right, definitely. I think step three to disaffection in 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 marriage. Mm-hmm is discouragement, anger, and guilt. Ah. Um, I think, number one, a lack of awareness of our emotions. Right. We need to be very – a lot of us, even guys, tend to be more so, tend to be emotionally – our emotional intelligence isn't as intuitive, as in attached Mm -hmm. as women.
0: I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, you, you definitely need to be tuned into each other, your emotions. Definitely.
1: And I also think, um, a lack of assertive communication. Oh, explain that. I think that sometimes we're superficial. Oh yeah. How was work? Good. (laughs) We're talking about things that are very superficial. Right. And, and we're not eating at the table with our family. Yeah. Uh, you know, that is a lost art. It is. And it's very unfortunate. I think the devil loves to take people away. Right. Um, I also think that we communicate in ways of you. Right. Because you. And we don't say, I feel. Right. I need. Yeah. And I think expressing our needs, using open-ended questions mm-hmm. and listening. Right, right. I think listening is 80% of the re- of of the issue
0: and you don't want to fall into the habit of having the same conversation every day like you know like you said alluded to how it's worked you know you don't want to have the same conversation because then you're going to be stagnant and bored and stuck and and you're not sometimes you don't even realize it so you need to make sure that you know that you're talking through different things, you know, and there's some great books and games and all kind of mm. stuff out there that you know if you can't naturally come up with these things or these conversation the end topics, end. yeah, you have the tell about tell about the end game.
1: The game is a game that's uh, kind of a bunch of cards with a bunch of open-ended questions. Mm-hmm. They have them for couples. They have them for individuals. Mm-hmm. They have them for children. They have them for families. Yeah. And uh, I think it's very effective. Uh, counselors, therapists do it a lot, use it a lot with mm-hmm. clients, but I think right. it's good for families.
0: Remind me, we'll put a link to the UnGame. game Okay. And in our um show notes. And and you know, the cool thing about the end game is the more you play it, then it kind of naturally opens up conversations and mm-hmm. you don't even need the game anymore. So making sure that you're having varied conversations and not repetitive things um is, is very important and it will strengthen your marriage, I think.
1: Um unconstructive self-talk. Mm. I think this is because, you know. A lot of a lot of who we are is 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 from childhood. Yeah. You know, if we've had trauma as a kid, a dysfunctional family, and we heard negative things like you're dumb, you're Mm -hmm. never going to do anything. Right. You know, uh, we go on and on. Those are examples. I think we take that into our marriage. And I think trying to have self-talk in a positive way. And uh, I believe in a a Christian way, Mm -hmm. finding our identity in Christ.
0: Well, a lot of times, a person that has been in that situation will come into the marriage and not and will not be able to accept praise. They don't understand how to take that. They oh, you know, forget everything, mm-hmm. and they don't take it
1: like they should because they don't know how. Or if things are going well, they think it's too good to be true, and that's hard mm-hmm. because they know so- they think something else is going to happen. Sure, because they're so used to. drama and trauma, (laughs) destroying their, uh, their, their, their hope.
0: Definitely. So definitely, you know, if you're in that boat, you know, you've got to talk through those things and work through that and you've got to be able to accept praise and give praise to your partner.
1: Uh, belittling spouse. Not good. Not good. And yeah. that, that that is another sign that this is, is in that stage right. of experiencing failure and discouragement in, in marriage.
0: And, you know, sometimes we're angry and we say things that we, we don't even really mean, but then the part, your partner thinks that you mean that. And so you just have to really put a watch on your mouth and think about what you're saying before you say it, because it
1: it may really hurt them. Step four is kind of a, you know, we're looking at rebuilding from negativity, negativity, mm-hmm. <laughs> preoccupation with how uh, our spouse has failed us. Oh, and so it it goes from us, right, and then it it becomes more of defense, yeah, where it's all about your spouse in a negative way, and that's a remedy. For not coming back. I mean, that's very destructive. That is very destructive.
0: Uh, not a good thing. So don't fall into that at all.
1: And the last one is is a default to strengths. Uh, previous previous likes become dislikes. Mm. You know, oh, I loved your hair. Now I don't like it. Right. Or your personality. I see. I don't like your personality. Yeah. It all goes to that, and, and it's really a recipe for destruction right because of the bitterness and the yeah. um you know that's within that person mm-hmm. it becomes anger and bitterness
0: yeah definitely and you don't want to do that um like that you you might have loved their laugh when you were dating and now you can't stand it so you know you want to make sure that you turn that tide before it
1: happens some ways to prevent this receive your worth from god and others absolutely yeah uh I think also attending to your needs, uh, recreation, sleep, mm-hmm. eating healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, also giving to others. Mm-hmm. You know, you and your spouse need to be working together. For the, mm-hmm. I would say you're doing several things at one time. Right, killing several birds with one stone. Yeah. When you're involved in your church and you're serving God, maybe right. it's a mission trip, maybe yeah. it's just helping in the community. Right. You are giving yourself. Mm-hmm. You are you're doing something of a spiritual uh, mm-hmm. significance. And you're also uh, receiving, uh, you know, you're receiving and giving to God. And you're and supporting th- each other. You're supporting each other. I think mm-hmm. it's very healing yes. for a couple. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, forgiving. Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. That's forgive, Forgiving mm-hmm. your spouse. Boundaries. Boundaries, yes. Yes. Um, and uh, I think the... celebrating. Mm -hmm. Celebrating.
0: And you need to be open. Uh, You know, if your spouse tells you that your boundaries are not very good, you need to be open to that, not just defensive and talk through those things and definitely celebrating, Um, celebrating each other's accomplishments and things that you've done together.
1: Celebrate good times. Okay. All right. And then lastly, balance. Balance. Yes. Yes. And I think that this, this can be, the sooner you you find you get help with this, yeah, you get some therapy, you get someone who's a marriage coach or whatever, yeah. right? You're going to be able to turn this into something that's going to strengthen your marriage, right, and not weaken it. And
0: you know, a lot of people wait to get marriage counseling before it's almost too late. Don't mm-hmm. do that. You know, it is fine. You know, there is. Thankfully, there's not as much of a misnomer nowadays, you know, uh, oh, you're going to therapy. You know, um, I, I think people accept it more. So if you if you need to get marriage therapy, if you're beginning the stages of these things we talked about, get it now and work through these things now. And there's nothing wrong with it. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And please remember that God
1: can take your mess and turn it into a message. For his glory, for your good. Goodbye. Bye-bye.